Ladies and gentlemen, this is Talking About Balls. I am your host, Justin George. I am joined today with Kyle Price Yo. and producer Sean because Tom Foose had prior engagement. Sean, what's going on? Uh, we tried to find Tom, so I've got somebody out there looking for him. We'll be back with more. Oh, I like that. We got a little little private investigation going on for Tom Foose. Oh man, I think we're see where he is. You think he's okay? You think he might be in a ditch somewhere? Or, or? probably. Yeah, that's your that's your your guess. <laughs> Let's start taking butts. Wager of the week is Foose dead. That's the wager of the week. Uh, then next week we'll play. How did he die? Oh, my favorite game oh, and yeah. listeners' favorites. I've honestly. I got even more emails this week telling me about how much they love that segment, and people are just lining up the streets telling me how much they wish certain people would just die because they want to play the game and they want to win. We still have yet to find out how that guy died. Yeah, so that one's still up in the air, but uh, I'm not afraid to add a couple more names to the list, so come on, people, just start dropping out there. <laughs> All right, but uh, with that being said, we do have producer Sean in studio today. Sean was giving a gracious budget, and uh, Sean, how's that coming along? Well, for Foose's departure, we had to buy a new helicopter, and... Uh, hang on, hang on one second. Can I... A new helicopter? Where? Why do we need a helicopter? Why don't we need a helicopter? Uh, I just feel like a helicopter is more of a visual thing, and we're doing an audio-only podcast for the time being. How else are we supposed to find Foose? That's true. That is a good point. I mean... I don't know if a helicopter was the cheapest option, especially a new one. I think Foose is, if anything, he's worth like a very used one. I was thinking more of a moped, but yeah, I, I mean, I if we're gonna helicopter, if I'm spending money to find Foos, give me the the cheapest thing that's already been in a couple accidents. You know what I mean? It's you, got a long history on Carfax. And I'm curious. We we gave you a budget of a whopping million dollars to start, which here. was very gracious. I, Thank I you to our, so. our yeah, our uh, heavy donations. supporters. Uh, how much did the helicopter cost? Oh, the helicopter was only about three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Thank so, where's the rest of the That's money? That's about at? what a small-ish new helicopter goes for. How much did the it, pilot cost to fly it? Well, John Madden is not cheap, so he's going to be checking <laughs> in later because he's Madden. flying around Strongsville trying to find Tom Foose, looking at ditches, looking at back alleys. It's, the, it's the weirdest Where's Waldo event ever, especially because it's crazy to think that. John Madden, when he was still doing Monday Night Football games, he only toured in a bus because he's terrified of heights and flying. So now he is he is a licensed helicopter pilot since he retired. Hey, that is impressive. Time that to is change it. The man overcame his fears. Hey, I like it. And apparently he's worth retirement's been I really great thought that finding foods was high priority, so I see why he's getting over his fears. <laughs> no, it's the money. Oh, oh, he, it's said the it's, money. he said it's okay. literally for the money. I, I think I actually caught a glimpse of that voicemail. He said, I don't care if I find him dead in a ditch, I just want my check. So that's what John Madden told Dave. Mm-hmm. Or I'm, sure, I'm sorry, Sean. I'll get your name right one of these weeks. You're, you're just the producer, so you're not that important. So if I'm being honest, that ass in a helicopter to fly around Strongsville looking for the girliest softball game ever to find him. Um, we'll be okay. All right. I guess we can uh, check in with him in a little bit. We'll find out what happens. See if we spend our money right. Probably not. With that being said, speaking of not spending money right, let's get right into the Cleveland Indians, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Good segue. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm pretty good at those. Um, so, yes, I did I did bury them alive a couple of weeks ago when we recorded, and they're kind of rubbing it in my face, but I still stick with what I said. They can go fuck themselves. They're not putting money into the team. Uh, I think even if they are buyers at the trade deadline, it won't be enough to get us past anybody in the first round. I think we get swept in the first round if we even keep this momentum going and make the playoffs. So if if we didn't come out of this stretch of um, games that we were playing at least two games out of first in the Central, I would be really concerned. We're playing 
nobody right now. Yes, easiest part of the schedule. So for them to come out and we're all excited, they're one game down. I, I'm excited too. I mean, as a Cleveland fan, I'm, I'm happy to see that this team's doing well. But the true test comes up, I believe, in a couple days here when they start. They, they, they go to Minnesota, right? Yeah, and I know I'm going to a game in a couple of weeks in against the Red Sox. We do we do have some tougher opponents coming up, which is always a good thing because it's going to really show if there's this this team's tried and true. It, are they just winning because of their opponents, or are they actually putting this together at this current time? I don't think so. No, I think it's, I think they're they're just lucky with the schedule. They're playing to their schedule. Um, I, I think it's going to really show what team we have, but it, it's going to be too late. I think the Indians need to make a decision now. Are they gonna Are they gonna trade someone? Are they gonna go try to buy someone? Or what What are they gonna do? Or are they just gonna sit on their hands and do nothing? I mean, realistically, you hope that you're gonna get uh, Corey Kluber and Carlos Carrasco back. So I think, therefore, that makes Trevor Bauer expendable. And I could still see them shipping out Trevor Bauer, even though he's having a decent year. He's not having a great year like he did last yeah, what, year. What, but 10 and, 10 and 7 right now? Uh, I, off the top of my head, I don't know, to be honest. I think the other game, the other day, the, the game was blown, so he didn't get a, he didn't get a decision on that one. Yeah, but that might be it. But No, I agree. I think. But that, last year, I mean, last, before he got hurt, he he shoo-in to win the Cy Young, I think, yeah. last year. Um, well, don't even think. I mean, you have Shane Bieber who's pitching out of his mind this year. Yep. Uh, Plesac's not doing a horrible job. I mean, he's but I think when those in. when those two come back, oh, you have to. Yeah, Plesac's go gone, I think, because there's rumors that they're going to try to bring up Danny Salazar uh, back from the only. dead. Hundred percent. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you got to make some cuts or, or some some. So you're going to wheel him in a casket like Undertaker style. It opens up and he sits up. At least the Undertaker was good for a long time. He deserved <laughs> that. Wrestling. You could talk about that, Sean. You're a wrestling guy. <laughs> Yep, three hundred thousand dollars on a fucking helicopter. <laughs> I, I can't get over that right now. Our, our budgets is totally screwed. By I the mean, way, his name is Sean Dolan. He is a disciple of the Dolans. That's why he doesn't know how to spend money properly. Dolans own the Indians. <laughs> <laughs> we should preface this by saying Sean doesn't really understand sports too much. Except... No, I understand sports very well. I get what you guys are talking about. I just don't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. Bad. He's he's a business guy. That's why he's the producer. He he's the ins and outs. He's the the detailed stuff. He's the behind the scenes shit that we don't feel like dealing with. He's the kind of guy that steps up and in, in pinches when we need a third person on a podcast because the other person's not. Here. Exactly. If he were a sports fan, I think that would interfere with his job because then he'd come in today and want to talk sports. And it's yeah, like, no, no, no. Yeah. Get, get, the, get the show set up. No, no. I don't want you to talk sports ever, Sean. So keep it that way. It's going great. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> a man of few words, but a man that gets a point across. I like it. All right. So, yeah, I think the Indians at the deadline, they should. I don't know. I'm in a weird spot with them. I would like them to just sell and rebuild because, again, I don't think we have any championship aspirations this year. So, for me, I say plan ahead. The Indians have never been a, te- a, a team to to rebuild. They've always, what's the word I want to look for? If they've re- retooled, yeah, they, they, they've never ripped it down to its. Oh no, its that's what I mean. Like, yeah, just I don't mean gut. The, I don't mean fire sale. Right. I just mean trade some pieces, get some good young players that you can hope is are going to be there to build a future for you because the window's closing. I think. So okay, so we trade Bauer. I mean, we I think we all agree we trade Bauer. We want a bat back, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, you want one. That would be ideal. But are you going to get a major league caliber bat right off the rip? Or are you going to try to lowball? Not lowball, but are you going to try and get a team to dump some prospects for mm-hmm. the future? That's that's my concern is what are, what are the Indians going for? Are they going to win now mode or win for the future? No, I mean, that's I, the question. I think because the, the owner from the start was like, we're not doing anything this year that's right. going to be he, win now. He told us he wanted to dump contracts. That's why we got rid of uh, Edwin Encarnacion and Yonder Alonso. We 
saved money. He just wanted cheaper contracts. So what was his quote this year? Enjoy Lindor while you have enjoy him, him while while he's here or something yep. like that. So I don't know. It's tough. I'm kind of indifferent because I want, as an Indians fan, I of course want them to spend every cent they possibly can, build this team to be the best, and win a fucking championship. However, the Dolans don't operate like that, so it's hard for me to get too excited. It's hard for me to really support them. Yep. So I think my final stance sell at yep. the deadline i think I, I think i'm i'm excited now as a cleveland fan because they're winning but i think this conversation we're having is going to be different in two weeks um because i think they're going to get through the hard one one part of the hard schedule and I, they'll probably be lucky to be playing 500 ball at that point meaning like they're probably going to split whatever they're playing you know half and half so see as a business guy i agree with the dolans here who cares if you guys are happy about winning a championship? As long as I would make a lot of money. Which they have no problem doing that. They make good money. I don't care if you guys are happy or not. As long as you keep filling those seats, buying those $8 hot dogs. That's the problem, whatnot, though. They're not filling the seats like they want them to. It's enough. It's, so it's if maybe. they don't have that crazy yeah. labor overhead, then, you know, we'll be fine. Hey, did we find fish yet? Uh, it's been five minutes. How fast do you think John Madden goes? It's a helicopter. It's a helicopter. He's not running. <laughs> True. <laughs> so no check-in yet. Okay. All right. No, I have not heard from him. Lately. Okay. Yeah. Producer Sean's gonna let us know when uh, John Madden's ready to, to come in from the helicopter. Uh. So anyway, yeah. But that's my two cents on that. The trade deadline is coming up on the thirty-first. I haven't really been following baseball as tightly as I should be because of the Browns I'm just too fucking excited for them so to be honest but with the trade deadline coming up that's usually when I start paying attention to everything I start following the teams that are making moves to try to push towards October and I hope the Indians are not one of those teams personally no uh, no no they're they're gonna ba- barely make the playoffs and that's all they're gonna do this year I will say I'm kind of impressed by the tank job the choke job if you will that the Minnesota Twins are pulling off right now because again Two weeks ago to the day, we recorded our last episode, and that's when we, we lost to the Twins that day. And I said, I'm sorry, we won that game, but it was one out of three. We lost the, the first right. two games. We were seven games And out. I remember saying, like, yeah, this, this team's done. They just don't have the firepower to beat Minnesota. But then we got a really easy week and a half on our schedule. Well, two weeks, I should say. And we've been fucking killing it. Mm-hmm. So I think it is just a product of the schedule. And we will uh, see from there. It's all right. And Sean just said in my ear that we do have the chopper ready to go unfortunately john madden has fallen out so his fear of heights has come to fruition john madden fell out of the helicopter oh, and he is dead related no we don't have to pay him now <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> however he uh we do have a backup pilot up there just in case of an emergency like that so we're going to go to him live this is a new guy that apparently sean has hired his name is chopper chuck i don't know i hope this guy's good but i guess we're going to find out uh hey chuck can you hear me all the way up there Hey, yeah, boys, this here's Chopper Chuck. I'm coming to you live. John Madden did fall out of the helicopter there. He looked down. He thought he saw Brett Favre. He jumped right out of the helicopter. I told him don't do it, but he did it anyway. So now John Madden's dead. May he rest in pieces on the ground somewhere in Parma, Ohio. Why the fuck would Brett Favre be in Parma, Ohio? I don't know. Anyway, this is Chopper Chuck, and you guys sent me out here to find this Tom Foose feller, and I'm looking for him. I don't know what the fuck he looks like, but I see a bunch of fucking queers playing softball, so I'm going to go take a look at that. And I'm hovering over here, and I think I see a team. Yep, I think that's Tom Foose. Yep, I recognize the glow on the head. That's Tom Foose. He is down there playing on the field there. Oh, he's up to bat. Let's go live down there. Hold on a minute. I'm looking down. There's a couple guys in the in the dugout there rubbing sunscreen on each other's backs. What kind of gay shit is this softball? No wonder only lesbian women play it. Yep, these guys up. Oh, now they're touching each other's dicks. They just unzip their pants right in the dugout. And Tom Foose is up to bat. He's a lefty. He's got that bat in his hand. But that guy's got a dick in his hand over there. What the fuck is going on? 
over there. I don't know. I'm getting the fuck out of here, boys. I don't know why you guys hired me to do this gay shit. Fuck hey, Tom hey, Foose. Hey, hey. You stay there. And you report. I, I, you know what? Fuck you too, Sean. I'm going over to the pool. There's some hot babes in bikinis over there. It's better than this queer shit going on in the dugout. Chuck, you're fired. Oh, but these guys are spitting sunflower seeds in each other's mouths. That's fucking disgusting, Sean. I don't get paid enough to do this shit. I'm out of here. Fuck you guys. All right, everybody. That was Chopper Chuck. Jesus Christ, that guy's got some fucking attitude on him. I think we really need to sit him <laughs> yeah. down. That's an HR problem right there. <laughs> Did he not know what he was in store for to go watch a softball I game? I clearly thought we put on the job description, you know, search people we ask you to find. Doesn't matter what he finds. I mean... Okay, I've never hired a helicopter pilot true, reporter true, before. True, true, yeah, we're very, very new to that. <laughs> but we have a very bad record of now. One yeah. death and one quitting in less than an hour. Yeah, I mean, I hope I hope Chopper Chuck, Chopper Chuck kind of sounds like a cool guy. I'd like to hang out with him on the ground, but... We should have him on the show he, uh, one time just to sit here and talk with us. I'm kind of bummed. I wanted to hear Fooses at bat, but he got the fuck out of there. Nothing we could do about it, you mm. know, unfortunately. No, it's probably a home run he hit over the right field, and he just sat there and went back to the bench. Yeah, you don't even have to run the bases and softball. I don't no, think you hit a home run. No, they hit just hit a home run, and that's you sit back down. That's Pretty cool. Much it's it. a fun sport. <laughs> yeah. Do that in Wii if you want to. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Chopper Chuck. Uh, well, I hope, that was money well spent, Sean. I, hope, I think that was the best investment we've made here on especially this podcast. Especially because that one million spent was only for the day. That's not even a salary. That's just to get him for the well, day. We, we still have the helicopter. <laughs> oh, that's ours permanently? That's ours. Okay. Yeah. That might come in handy later. Chuck, if you can hear me, please, please lower that thing safely to the ground. <laughs> no dents or scratches. Cause I, and I hope Sean kept the receipt because I'd like to send that son of a bitch back. So you guys would rather have a studio than a helicopter? Unless uh, the studio's in a helicopter, then you got me. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I'm all ears. How about we dangle you from a helicopter like one of those shipping containers? I'd rather be on a ladder. I lo- I've always liked the helicopter ladder in the movies. Oh, like the Could mission, I do that? Mission yeah. Impossible dangling yeah, yeah, yeah. from a ladder while flying over a canyon? That like rope ladder thing? Mm, mm. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, buy me one of those. We'll, we'll be in business. <laughs> I'll shop around. Well, it's going to be a very short-lived episode, but we'll try. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Well, uh, thanks, Chopper Chuck, for that. And with that being said, we are going to move on to our next segment, which is, well, it's not really a segment. It's just the NFL. We said we were going to talk a big NFL episode this week. And before we get into it, we are going to say that we are looking for people to join the Fantasy Football League. As of right now, we have either five people or three, depending on how we do it. We were thinking of just teaming up and making one team, or if we needed, we were going to all venture out and do our own teams. Uh, We have two listeners so far that have gotten in touch with us. If you're out there and you would like to be a part of it, we would like to preferably make it a 10-man league. Um, I know it was kind of short notice, so worst case, if we can't get one going this year, it sucks, but we can definitely get one going for next year. But we would like to get one going for this year, so please, if you're interested, let me know. Again, we have five people at most, so get in touch. Yeah, we'll put a, we'll put a reminder on Facebook, and if you're interested, just uh, message below, and we'll reach out to you. Um, obviously, we'll probably do the draft wherever we do at the end of August, probably. Hopefully, uh, yeah, assume, that'd be ideal. Yeah, just to do like a quick one. I don't know if it's going to be any money. What is maybe a free one or what do we do? Yeah, we would do a free one and then we'd come up with some cool things like maybe the winner of the league. If they're not all one of the hosts of the show, you can come on air with us or something. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll do some cool shit. Um, how is that a prize? Because uh, a lot. Look at how fucking happy you You're are today, Sean, to be, on be here show. today. Yeah, you should be happy. I'm you working should. today. You showed up earlier than ever today, first time, because <laughs> you were so excited to be on the show. We're uh, feeling dangerous today, so you had to come over and hang out with us. But yeah, we can, we'll do that. We'll do like you know, come on the show with us. I mean, if it's somebody we actually know, like we'll go out and get some beers and shit. Yeah. So you know, some good good stuff for right now. Maybe next year, once this 
once our producer stops blowing all our money, we could buy you guys some fucking prizes. How about this? First place gets a helicopter. How's that sound? Anybody, anybody <laughs> want that? <laughs> uh, hopefully a non-dented helicopter. Yeah, or uh, you can get... Second place gets John Madden's corpse. How's that one sound? We're handing Ooh, that out to people. Loaded. Like uh, we are not going to take care of it, though, so it will smell, I have to tell you, because it's not going to be for a few months. You're getting a dead body. Don't like the Catholic saints, don't they like break off finger bones and use that as religious relics? Beats the shit out of me. You're talking to the wrong guy. It's a Sunday morning, and I've woken up and, and smoked a little pot. I haven't gone to church, so I don't know anything about breaking off fingertips. Oh, you're a resident Catholic, aren't you? Uh, fuck no. That's not the case whatsoever. <laughs> But thank you for asking, though. Religion's a whole different topic we won't get into on this podcast. Yeah, the only the only religious thing that I know of that's like tradition is fucking children. So I don't know if any... John Madden's a little too old to get fucked in the ass by the Catholic Church, so I... He's not going to say no now. That's true, and I guess if he is laying flat on the ground, you could just fuck him and just say he's a 12-year-old. I guess no one's going to know. Oh, can we do a replay on a screen where we draw a bunch of arrows and how the guy inserted inside of him? I Into mean, John Madden? Yeah, absolutely. See, if, see, he's going to take a left hand off over here. The arrow's going to go right up the middle, right into the asshole, and boom. And boom. <laughs> Tough, Tough acting. 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 <laughs> <laughs> right in his ass. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think John, John Madden's going to be in good shape because of his age. I don't think anyone's going to try to fuck him in the ass. No, I think he's good. You never but, know. It depends. But, but again, you know, future reference, uh, Sean, please uh, clear any kind of future <laughs> signings, purchases, or anything by us as well. I'm going to disagree. I, I like these random ones. I think it's so much better <laughs> that I was bombarded today with John Madden and Chopper Chuck, right. who, Jesus, that guy's mad. <laughs> Successful. We found Foose. We know where he's at. We know he's not here. We know what he's doing, and that's the end of that. So uh, I don't know if, if uh, Foose will be on the next episode. Hopefully he doesn't have anything important going on then, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. So my plan now is Chopper Chuck is going to be terminated. Okay. We'll bring in Chauffeur Chuck. Oh, to drive oh, you guys back and forth in the new stadium now? that we're or not stadium studio. Nice that we're going to get with the helicopter money. Okay, okay. And then whatever other profits we can get off of the pieces of John Madden, we're going to auction. We'll, I kind of feel up. like we're going to get sued by his family. So we may hold on to a little bit of that money because we let John Madden kill himself out of our helicopter. We yeah, might we do might. He did that himself. He signed a waiver. We are not responsible. Oh, we're good. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah! Legal shit. I love this. This is why we have a producer. Everybody. Nice. I, like I mean, it. if we Chauffeur. try to sell pieces of him, we might have to nah, it's okay. find something else. Fuck him, he can yeah, save Parma. Nah, he's, he's worthless at this all point. Right. He's been out of the game for too long. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, well, with that being said, we will get into the NFL. So we are going to go Browns heavy at the end. We're going to start off with a little bit of around the league, though. Uh, so basically, we're going to talk a little bit about training camps just started up this week for all 32 NFL teams. Who is pumped? Oh, my god! I am fucking ecstatic. Don't forget, next Saturday, I will be at the Orange and Brown scrimmage at the stadium. We, we will be, right? Yeah. We are. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited so, about that. Yeah, we have some tickets to that. I'm looking forward to doing that. And uh, But with that being said, we'll go to the rest of the NFL because there are a couple stories to get to. There are a few holdouts going on right now. The biggest one being Ezekiel Elliott. Second biggest one being Melvin Gordon in San Diego. Uh, Melvin Gordon's a hell of a player, but Zeke obviously is the heart and soul of the Cowboys offense, I think, in my opinion. So I think that's the biggest holdout of the year. Two years left on his contract, still not satisfied with what he has. Obviously, being a running back, your shelf life is a lot shorter. Your career ends a lot quicker. You're one blown knee away from being basically useless. So I understand what Zeke's doing. I don't like the Cowboys, so I'm very happy that he's doing it to them, and it could be you know, a big mess up for their season, and I'm happy about that. I, I don't get it. I, I mean, he has two years left on a contract. This is usually the shit you pull with one year left on your contract. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I don't see any value in this. If I'm the Cowboys, I'm sitting on it, not doing a damn thing. 
Um, and if he wants to pull Le'Veon Bell and sit out the entire year, that's on him. Um, but if I'm also the Cowboys, I'm also looking to you know possibly trade this guy. I'd open up the tradeway and like, who wants him? If he's going to be a, a diva at this point in his career, then I don't want any piece of him. Get rid of him. See, I love it because I agree. I think, you know, running backs, like I said, you're one bad injury away from from your career being over with. So he just wants that kind of security. Um, I do agree it is, it's a little selfish to be doing it with two years left. With one year left, I could see that. However, he is being smart and planning for the future. He knows that he could go into this season with that mindset of, I'll wait till next season to do my contract, and he blows his knee out this year. Right. And then next year rolls along, and he comes to camp, and he can barely run. He's not the same, and the Cowboys go, well, we're not paying you anything. Fuck you. And then he's going to you know kick himself in the ass for the rest of his life, knowing he should have got the money a little sooner. He did have the most touches, I think, out of any running back yeah. last year. He Truthfully, I think he's the best running back in football, all like pound to pound. Really? He's yeah, he's good that good. To have. He's that good. He's good. I don't think he's the best though. When he's on the field, just because he's so integral to their offense, he's up there with Todd Gurley. Who Todd Gurley, I, I think Gurley's the best. Gurley used to be until he started getting those knee injuries. I don't think Gurley's going to be the same player that he used. They gave it. They used him too much, and that's why he was useless in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl because they fucking wore him down. His knees are shot, and that's the issue with running backs. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I just I'm, I guess I'm not a big Zeke fan, mm-hmm. I, but that's where my bias is coming in. But I, I think Gurley's better overall, all around running mm-hmm. back. But um, Dallas has no option. I mean, they need to. I think Zeke's their main. Well, I mean, I know they have Amari Cooper, who's, but that's who's the backup running back in Dallas? Yeah, exactly. Question that's nobody knows. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's their offense right now? Dak. That's it. Yeah, and who, who's Jason Jack? Witten out of retirement? They, they have got Amari Cooper. Cooper and that's pretty they much have, it. Uh, yeah, yeah they oh got a, my god, waiting out of retirement. Yep. I forgot about that. And they have a couple other wide receivers. I forgot their names off the top of my head, but nobody nobody blows what you away. How many years he going to have? Witten? Witten uh, I would be surprised if he makes it a full season because <laughs> going from sitting in a fucking booth for an entire year to being an NFL player again, I just don't think you can roll out of bed and do that. It's not like riding a bike. It doesn't matter what Dallas does anyways. They're still going to be the mediocre team that sniffs possibly the playoffs but doesn't get in, and if they do get in, they lose in the first round. That's just notorious who they are every year. And I love it. Oh, I yeah. do not like the Cowboys. They're not uh, the, the Americans' other, team anymore. It's funny though because Dallas, he's uh, Zeke is not the only player that's looking for a new contract. Amari Cooper is also looking for a new contract. He has one year left on his, and he wants to get paid. And I don't blame him. But he's not holding out. However, that is a it's uh, a big problem for Dallas right now because you have a lot of money that you need to be spending on the offense, and you have a bunch of guys on defense that need to get paid. You have Byron Jones coming up for a contract year soon, I believe. Or if not, he's getting paid a lot. I forgot exactly the contracts off the top of my head. But they have a lot of players they need to pay. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Jones will write a check. But the NFL limits that shit. That's why I love the NFL salary cap. So they have to kind of pick and choose what they're going to do. And you have a couple. One on one one bad apple spoils the bunch. And if Zeke's not coming to camp and uh, Cooper's wanting a new contract, that can't well, be that, good for the that locker That offensive room. line is uh, not a cheap offensive line they That have. too. They have the and best think, offensive I line I think a football. lot of their contracts are coming up at the same time. And yep. I think that's either next year or the year after. Um, so yeah, you're right. I mean, that's a lot They're of money fucked. that they have to. Yeah, it's not going to be the same. And I don't thing. think Dak is that good of a quarterback. I know his numbers are decent looking Overrated. on paper, but yeah, I think like when it comes to if I need a quarterback to win me a real game, I'm not calling Dak Prescott. You know what I'm I mean? I'm sorry. I put you behind that line and tell you to throw out. You know, five I think I can be all right. I think yeah. it'll be okay. You'll move be the ball fine. down the field the so, same way he does too. So the other team that I was talking about, or the other player, I should say, that's holding out is Melvin Gordon. And Melvin Gordon's holding out there in uh, Los Angeles, San Diego, bullshit, wherever the fuck they play these days, and. As long as you have Phillip Rivers, you have Keenan Allen, you have Travis Benjamin, you've got some good fucking talent out there. I think the Chargers are going to be in good shape. But, however, I think Melvin Gordon is a big part to them. But 
they well, they they, they would be okay without him. He never had. I mean, yeah. Philip Rivers never had that solid running back. Yeah, you know, it's always been him, him, him. You know. Yep. So I pay the man. I mean, I think they. Need I mean, to. yes and no. I think like San- Los Angeles. I hear that they're very far apart. And the latest rumor said that Melvin Gordon has already said he will he will take this into the season if he needs to, and it kind of seems like the Chargers aren't willing to budge. And I think they're one of the teams that could actually be okay if they don't do it because, like I said, they have Philip Rivers who's playing out of his fucking mind lately. He's one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen play the game, and it's a shame he probably will never win a Super Bowl, which is devastating for how talented he is. But. Um, Melvin Gordon's a guy, I think, like I said, I think Zeke is the heart and soul of the Cowboys offense. Melvin Gordon isn't quite that important to the Chargers, so they have a little bit more ground to stand on in terms of being cheap. So I guess we can have to wait and see what they do there, but I would be okay with them. It's just, it's just, it's interesting that, you know, Le'Veon pulled what he pulled last year and did the whole, I'm sitting out and that's what everyone's going to do now. a fit now. And that opens the door for anybody to do that now. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to start seeing a trend yeah. of if I don't get my way, then I'm sitting and something's going to give either. It's going to always be that way and it's going to get worse or something's going to change to stop that from happening. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how they can punish that or what they can do with that. Um, but I, I think it's going to get messier here shortly. I mean, don't get me wrong. When you don't play, you don't get paid. So that's a huge loss of money for those guys by not showing up to camp. Um, I don't know. I it, I guess I can't fathom turning down whatever millions are on your current contract to, to be stubborn for more money. But I also don't play football. So I guess it's a different uh Thing. It'd, be nice just, to get, it'd be nice to get just, paid that much to do something you love. And then also to know that you have the power to just say, fuck it, I just won't get paid this year. And that, I don't know, that's crazy to me. That's wild. I couldn't imagine turning that much money down. But I guess in the time and place, you can. Uh, so that's it for the holdouts and really the, the the stories about that. However, the one sad thing that comes with training camp, injuries. They're yeah. inevitable. They happen. I, every there. day I wake up hoping I don't see something come just, across Twitter that says As soon Browns. as I see, yeah, Browns camp starts up like the first practice or what, like the practice of the day starts, I just get scared going, please get through it healthy. Please get through yeah. it healthy. So far, so good. Knock on wood. Yeah. But, Not, my God. Can't say the same for the Giants wide receiver core right now. They uh, <laughs> what, what receiver core? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're going to be signing us in a couple of days. They're so fucking desperate. They had... Corey Coleman tears his ACL out for the year. What luck that guy has. Uh, Sterling Shepard broke a finger in his hand, on his hand, I However, think. I did see, I did read yesterday that they say he'll he'll be okay. And yeah. He, he should be good to go. Which he still, it's really... just ironic that it's all happening right now. Right. And then you have Golden Tate, their newest wide receiver, who just got popped for a four-game suspension. So. Right. Did you did you read about that? Not so, in detail. So what I read is that he went, he went to the NFL prior to this coming down and said, look, my wife and I are trying to have kids. Um, I'm on something, she's on something, and I might pop for something in my system, but it's this, and here's what it is. Lo and behold, a couple of weeks later, they tested him and it popped for it. So he's appealing it, and he thinks he has a pretty strong case and he should play. But, I mean, I get it. If you came, if I came to you and said, hey, uh, I'm, I'm smoking weed, but I might catch it, and, and you find out that I was smoking weed, I mean, they knew about it. Exactly. But, however, the thing I is, mean, though, I don't think he gets as, graded on how strong his semen is. Yeah, but. As, as stupid as the some of the, the rules are for the NFL, like, I don't know the exact list of what the banned substances are, but, I don't know, I feel like if you're a professional athlete and they ask you to not take specific things, you should be able to have the willpower to, to keep those out of your system just to play your game and your your job. Right. So the same side, I see he is, it too, I get yeah. it. He's trying to have kids and all that, but there's got to be other things you can take that aren't on the banned substance list that could help you have a kid. 
Right, right. No, I get it. So that I mean, it, it's interesting though because they don't have any receivers now. Right. They have a tight end. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. And an old quarterback to hopefully get the ball to the tight end. <laughs> Their rookie quarterback fucking sucks. Oh, did you see that video of him <laughs> overthrowing? Oh, God. Everyone's joking saying he's <laughs> he was trying to throw it to Odell Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one. Yeah. I just saw all, all the ones I saw. I was like, nice investment, great pick. That that GM out there has to be has to contemplate committing suicide every day. Well, he gets a paycheck to do such a shitty job, which is always the craziest thing with pro sports teams as a guy sitting on my couch i could make a better decision than some of these guys that get paid millions of dollars to do it and it blows my fucking mind that these guys keep getting hired to do things when they just ruin teams yeah like i'm sure you saw it's not it's not football related currently but i'm sure you saw sashi brown just i was got just hired thinking with the that, washington I was gonna Wizards. so like, he's he's what? jumping sports he's going into their uh like he's like some sort of like financial role like how consultant if you will and I just find that hilarious that this guy fucking ran the Browns into the ground, gave them the worst roster I've ever seen on a pro football team, and gets fired, rightfully so, and then just goes and gets hired by another another sport yeah. professionally. It makes you makes you sit there and go, hmm, yeah, that makes sense now because yeah, of what our team was for a couple of years. All I think of is, oh, sucks to be a Wizards fan because they're fucked in a couple oh, of years. Absolutely. There goes their money. See you later, they're John gonna Wall. They're going to be able to sign Wall or Beal. They're all gone. They're trading everybody. Those contracts are too much. God, that, that, that's so crazy. Uh, a couple more injuries. Uh, I know. I don't remember exactly who, but I know the, the, the Falcons had a couple injuries on defense the other day that, that were cost players of the year. So that is the scary part well, about... A.J. Green went out yesterday, too. Yeah, A.J. Green left the field. Off. They think he might be okay, but... Twisted ankle, I think. Mm-hmm. But, but They still. said that they think the turf's a little iffy. It, you know what's funny, is, and not really funny, is that us as fans, we we hear, we hear injuries and we don't feel bad for the people. I, I think it's we fantasy football. It's like, 100%. fuck. That's all I care about. I can't yeah. pick that person if you, Yeah, now. if you're a name player, like hearing A.J. Green go down just makes you go, shit. You know, and then you go, well, shit, maybe I could actually get him in like the fourth round now instead right. of second. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You start thinking like value draft now. And then with Zeke, okay, is Zeke yeah, someone if that. Zeke holds out. I'll, oh, I'm, there goes I'll that person. Roll the dice yeah. on him in the third Melvin round or Gordon. something. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's one of those crazy things. I just make... hope they come back. It sucked for anybody that took Le'Veon Bell like top five last year and he never fucking showed up. Uh, that, I know a couple people did that. Yeah. Uh, I was not one of them. He can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's crazy that we're such, we're such a driven society of fans behind just names and fantasy and how. How much fantasy football takes over when it comes to fandom? You know, I'll, I, I catch myself watching other teams and rooting for them because of a certain player in that team. You know? Oh yeah. When, when I get a notification that one of my players are in the red zone, I fucking turn that game on. I'm like, yes, score, score! And if somebody else scores, I get fucking pissed because yeah. I only want my one player to score. Absolutely. But wow. that is the beauty of social media too. Is that if a guy has a bad game, you can just tweet at him and call him a dick and tell him he sucks because. He didn't, he, listens. he didn't help your fantasy team, which he could give a fuck less about. That's, it's it's, that's funny, so funny, when, it's funny when they retweet shit like that. Yeah, they and love it. Apologize. Some of the players love it. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't really do well for you. I'm sorry I didn't get that extra five yards yeah, you needed oh, to win. Next, I'll, I'll go for more touchdowns I will next try week. harder next week because John Smith wants me to <laughs> out of Oklahoma or something. Yeah. Uh, so with that being said, we will do another episode when we have the full cast back together. Not a full episode, but we'll do another segment. We're going to go over some predictions. That'll probably be within the next couple of weeks. Let some of these injuries subside, and we'll do, you know, who we think's going to the Super Bowl, potential Rookie of the Year, uh, MVPs, things like that, uh, MVP-ness. We'll play it. We'll do so much football-related yeah, stuff. I heard a rumor that, that that segment was really catching on in, in some... Uh... That's another one that I have been getting. Just the amount of emails I get for how did he die, for what type of porn are people into? Like the foot fetish, Asian foot fetish porn with Foose last uh, uh, last episode. What female athletes like anal sex? I yeah, yeah, that's good a too. good one. I actually got a letter from Pornhub, and they said that they're 
Asian foot fetish porn section, the, the, the statistics went up tremendously after I mentioned it on the show. So they're, Well, they're, I know I Googled it. I was curious. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to see what it was all about. So they're in contact with Sean right now about working on a possible sponsorship. We will keep that under wraps. We don't want to talk about that too much on air. But yeah, the Asian foot fetish porn industry is fucking huge. I didn't realize that, which... Yeah, we'll hopefully some, know more soon as we're sitting here recording we, in. Hopefully, next episode we'll have an expert on. We can ask him about and it. Asian foot fetish porn hats. I don't want to get you guys too excited, but I have received a call from Doctor Scholes. Oh, Doctor so, Scholes! All right. Oh, we we did drop the whole that. tough act in Tanacta thing. Yeah, we're in we're into foot stuff on the show. Ah. Oh, and Tanacta's probably looking for a yeah, new absolutely. Sponsor. Yeah, there's just dropped out. <laughs> pun intended. Un- <laughs> unofficially, this episode sponsored by anybody that John Madden used to sponsor. Yeah. If a celebrity dies, Sunshine we cleaners. want their stuff. Which one? Sunshine Cleaners. Oh, yeah, the, the fucking cult? <laughs> no, they're the ones that clean up uh, crime scenes. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I thought Where's they were the ones from the Seinfeld episodes that they, they were a cult. Maybe. I thought yeah. that was the same episode. We're just name dropping everybody yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, we're, we're just going to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> I've just <laughs> always heard Sunshine Cleaners are the ones that do crime scenes. Oh, I didn't know that. Good to know. Jeez. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, we're getting a lot of emails, and I got a lot of emails about a segment that I had teased called MVPenis. And yeah, people cannot wait till I start that one. I won't do it this week. I'll save it for for when we're full full cast here. Something and, that, uh, something to mall over though. I mean, and what just give a little segment of what what MVP penis is. All right. Well, I tell you what, that's a good segue to get us into our next part here. We're going to talk about the Browns. So I feel it's only fitting that we play MVP penis with the Cleveland Browns. MVP penis is of course the game where you pick who you think on a team has the biggest penis. This is strictly a guessing game. There's no sexual orientation to be involved. It's just a guess. Who do you think has the biggest dick on a team? And today, this week, it's the Cleveland Browns. Um, I guess I'm kind of off guard here. I didn't do any research and really put any thought into it, but if I had to guess, I think I'm going to go... Hmm, that's a tough one. I think I'm going to go David Njoku. The Chief? The Chief. He's just a big, stocky dude. Do you dude. Think he calls it the chief too? No, no, he calls that the uh, <laughs> the the hammer or something or the arrow. <laughs> Is it like a chief spike when he slaps it on someone's face? It's the uh, the scalp. The scalp. <laughs> no, it's it's got to be better than that. He, uh, I bet he has a pelt though, of fur on it. It's probably so big he can actually Ooh, just wrap boy. it in like fur skin. Um, but I don't know why. I just think he's he's a big guy. He's in good shape. He's tall. He's black. I mean, that's just the stigma. Black people have bigger dicks. I mean, more power to them. That's fucking the ones awesome. I've the ones I've measured against. It's true. It's what I've always heard. So I just have to put two and two together. I don't. I don't think you know as as cocky as Baker is. I just don't think he's got the biggest pun, dick pun on intended, the team. Pun yeah, I just don't think he's got it. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna go with David and Joku. It was between him and Miles Garrett. Those are my two guys. I was, I was gonna go with Miles Garrett. Okay, yeah, I, just, see, I think see, I think Miles Garrett the is page. up there. Yeah, I think him and Miles probably have the length contest going on. I could see that. Um, big swinging dicks in the room, as yep. they say. But uh, yeah, like sometimes it looked down. And I saw Miles Garrett in a three point stance, both hands behind his back. It was fucking it's incredible. It's amazing. It's like a little <laughs> mini me on Austin Powers. He's just teeter tottering. The right tripod. <laughs> I like it. So, yeah, no, it's a good episode. I think we can get some fan interaction with that one. So, yeah, if you want to give me your submissions on who you think has the biggest dong on the Cleveland Browns, let me know. And we will definitely be playing this game uh, throughout the season, throughout the show. We'll be doing different sports. We'll be doing different teams, everything. Um, like next week, we might do MVP and we might do the women's soccer team. I don't know. We'll have to guess who's got a the lot biggest of dick on the women's yeah, soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So that's MVP Penis, and with that being said, I say that a lot, we are going on to the Cleveland Browns. Let's do a little intro, or a little, uh, we're going to do a little behind the, not behind the scenes, but we're going to do some detailed discussions on what we think the Browns are going to do this year, and we are a Cleveland 
based show. We are trying to be national. However, it it's Cleveland against the world. So the Cleveland Browns are going to dominate this show a little bit. And let's talk about it. I am predicting a very good season. I think this team offensively is going to be fucking electric. Almost impossible to stop. Defensively, yes, we have some holes. We have some thin areas. And I think that we can hopefully outscore the opponents to the point where the defense is going to be that bad of a problem. Because if you can put up put up some points, force the other teams to pass, we have a good pass rush, which can then help the defense tremendously by making the quarterback throw shitty rushed passes. And we have a decent secondary, secondary to hopefully make some turnovers like we did last year. So what's your prediction? What's your what's your record? I know it's a big question everyone asks. Uh, you know, I've been on the fence between 11 and 5 and 10 and 6. So I think I'll just kind of stick with that. I guess if gun to my head, I'll go 10 and 6 just to play devil's advocate a little bit, but I could easily see 11 and 5, truthfully. Easily, huh? I really could. I like it. Yeah, I'm going to go I I think 10 and 6 is where I'm at. Um to be honest, though, ten and six, nine and seven, I, one of those I'm still okay with. You know, it's mm-hmm. an improvement over last year. Um, I know we have a lot of new pieces, a lot of new. I want things playoffs. Being, oh, I, I do too. Um, the, I'm playoffs are bust almost at this point. I, I need it. I need Browns playoff football bust, in my fucking huh? life. So okay, so it. play playoffs. You make the playoffs, losing the first round, and you're okay with that. Uh, I mean, I'd be fucking pissed, but I would be happy that we made the playoffs. Sure, but it's a successful season, right? At that point, I look right? at it that way. Yeah. yeah. If, if we go. If we go nine and nine and seven and don't make the playoffs, I think it'll be a wasted season. Mm-hmm. If we go ten and six and don't make the playoffs, like in two thousand seven, I think it's a wasted season. You won ten games that should get you into the playoffs realistically any other year, and it didn't work this year. And that, to me, I would I would think is a big fucking yeah. failure. I think uh, I think the defense is going to be scary good this year. Uh, I know we've said that every year with this defense, and we're like, oh, the Browns' defense is going to be amazing. But to be honest, uh. What, if they stay healthy, absolutely. Oh yeah, I absolutely. Mean, who do you who do you block on the defensive line? Who do you double down on? If you double down on Miles, you open up for um, Olivier Vernon and then uh, Richardson, Sheldon at, Richardson, at the and then you still got uh, Larry Ogunjobi. Yeah, uh, linebackers were going uh, Schobert, Christian Kirksey, Pro like, Bowl Schobert. Yeah, Pro Bowl, <laughs> <laughs> Pro Schobert. Uh, then we're going. I'm assuming Taki Taki might be the starting uh, weak side linebacker. Hell of a I don't camp. know. Uh, that one's kind of to be determined who's going to be our third linebacker. And then defensive, their secondary, we're going Greedy Williams, Denzel Ward. Does Greedy start, or are they going to start Mitchell over him? I think Greedy's going to play himself into the starting position. I yeah. truly do. He's having a hell of a camp so far. It's just a hell of a depth and, we have in secondary right there. Which, yeah, that's something we've never really had. And then safety, you're going with Demarius Randall. And we just signed the guy from Pittsburgh, And too. then, yeah, Morgan Burnett. So there's your starting secondary. Pretty solid. I'm, I'm comfortable with it. Like I said... On paper, it's a great defense. We're a couple injuries away, though, from being relatively fucked. Sure. And that's the only thing that scares me. Got to outscore everybody. That's that's you know, yeah. it's the NFL. That's what happens. Next man up. Patriots deal with injuries, and they still win Super Bowls as much as I fucking hate them. So I'm pumped, man. So what? Week two, Monday Night Football, Jets. Right. Beat that's, the that's, fuck out of the dude, Jets. We should. The, I mean, the Jets suck. Day- being honest, Sean, any uh, intake in the Brown season this year? What's your professional opinion? I don't care. Okay. All right. Hot takes. <laughs> And I know I said last time we will do an entire NFL-based like prediction kind of thing, but I feel like since we're here now, let's just go over Browns only. Who do we think? So we already did record. Uh, who do you think is going to be the Browns MVP this year? I feel like this one's going to be almost unanimous. Uh, I, of course, am going to go with Baker Mayfield. I just think the quarterback is typically your MVP. They're the face of the franchise, and if they play well, your team plays well. Mm-hmm. And Baker had arguably the best rookie year of, of any quarterback in NFL history. He did set the touchdown record which is fucking incredible. So 
Um, still, people don't think he's good enough, or he's overhyped. Still, yeah, still, people don't like him. But I mean, I don't know what more you can do. You can set a record that's been, been people have been fighting for for years in the NFL. There's a yeah. 10 he, he took it away from uh, that one guy. Who was that one guy that he took the record away from? Uh, it was a tie. It was uh, him and uh, was it, it was Manning, Peyton and, Manning, and Russell Wilson. Yeah, they had they're the, pretty good. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. You know, one's got one Super Bowl, been to two. The other one's been to like four, and he's got two Super Bowl and wins. And he's pretty much already just making his own and all, uh, Hall of Fame jacket for himself. Baker Mayfield happened to break that record, and people are like, wow, oh, that guy's not that good. And, and so, how many games did Baker play? He played in 14, I think. Yeah. No, not even. No, 13. I think 13, because he came he in. He came in, in in week three, yeah. yeah. So he came in 13 so and a half, games, basically. Yeah. Less games, yeah. Still set the record, which is... Still overhyped, though, you right? Know. I don't know much about sports, but that sounds kind of impressive to me. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. I think Baker is going to be the MVP in the team. I, I, I think a close second, though. I think... I think Miles Garrett's going to have one hell of a season. I, I think, think so he might too. go after that that sack record. Um, I just he's he's beast. Man. If he does, he's I would. So I mean, beastly. wouldn't the dream be that Miles Garrett has the sack record and we can get him on talking about balls? Wouldn't that just be a dream? Yeah, we it can, would be. We can get a guy with guy known for sacks on a show about balls. That would just be perfect. I mean, perfect. it's a match and made in he heaven. He has an opinion on the MVPness. Then, yep, yeah, he, he he could tell he us could the truth. Really, maybe he could, he could just, show us the truth. He could whip just it out. Whip he it could out. knock my computer off the table with it if he wants to. <laughs> that fudge you hear is just him laying it down on the him table. unzipping. I think he'd and, be on uh, board for that. I mean, I was going to also say who do you think is going to be like rookie of the year for the Browns, but it's kind of tough this year because of the defensive. Basically, that's all we drafted were defensive players. Yeah. Uh, last year, obviously, it was a little different because it was Baker, Chubb. You know, we had some offensive guys, Callaway. Uh, so I guess if we could still do a rookie of the year question. I think I'm going to go with Greedy Williams. I think Greedy Williams yeah. is going to have a great year. I mean, you don't have to add to the rookies that we have. Yeah, I think he's going to probably put in mm. the best numbers. I mean, if he starts, that's that's a win right there. I mean, yeah. he's 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 dangerous back there, and I think it's going to be fun to watch him and and Ward just lock down those top receivers um, and and give us the benefit of you know a lot of interceptions this year. Um, what I was going to ask though too is. Um, <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Go ahead. Kyle wanted to ask me if he could cough. Absolutely, you can cough. Kyle, let it out. <laughs> I am excited, though, for next oh Saturday. God. Like I said, we're going to the Brown and Orange scrimmage where we will get a first-hand view on this Browns team and we get to see him in action. I can't wait to see Baker throwing deep to Beckham and just to see the environment because the Orange and Brown scrimmage is at the stadium. So it's going to be the first time all the players are at the stadium together. I know they've had a week and a half of practice at that point, or they will, but... So a little different to be at the stadium, a little different vibe. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Uh, my question I was gonna ask before I started choking in my own my spit there was uh, how how are we gonna utilize running backs in this team? So you know, week seven we have Hunt coming back, right? I think what eight eight week eight. Um, it's Chubb's team, obviously. Chubb's gonna be starting running back. Do you automatically bring Hunt in as like and they start running off split running backs, or is Hunt gonna eventually work himself into a starting role? How would you use him? And then don't forget you um, have that uh, that Duke Johnson back there too. I mean, it's 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 tough because there are too many cooks in the kitchen. Essentially, you don't need three good running backs. I mean, it's great to have, definitely not a problem, but it does become a problem because there's only one ball to go around. So, mm-hmm. how are you going to do that? I think you go you go Hunt. I'm sorry, Chubb is your 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 main. Chubb, Chubb's not known for being a pass catching running back. He he can, but it's not his his mo. So, what I would stick with is I would let him just be your in between the, the 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 tackles runner. Um, then you bring in Duke Johnson to kind of trick the defense. Is it going to be a pass? Is it going to be a run? Because Duke can do both very well. And then when Kareem Hunt comes in, you kind of have to do the same thing. I think Kareem Hunt kind of takes the back seat to Nick Chubb, depending on how the season's going, because Kareem Hunt's just coming in off a of suspension. He may, he's been off out of football at that time. It will be for about a full calendar year. 
and you know just to throw him in and say you have the job it's yours take it yeah. over is kind of a slap in the face to Chubb and I think the Browns aren't going to handle it that way because if assuming Kareem Hunt comes in and plays great like he always has he's probably going to go elsewhere in the offseason because we only had him for a one-year contract and he's going to go for a lot of money so I feel like you don't want to ruin your relationship with Nick Chubb by overdoing it with Kareem Hunt just to next year be like oh hey Nick remember us come back and right. you know you're our guy again right. so I kind of feel like you have to take their feelings into play and I think that's the tough position for a head coach you have to kind of deal with that and you have to split the balls enough to keep everybody happy it's not easy it's easier said than done but I think it's going to be interesting with the offensive minds that are you know creating these plays of mm-hmm. the the playbook you could write that has you know Baker you have Hunt on one side, you have Chubb on the other side, and Duke behind you. The the, the kind of plays you could run onto that backfield, the trickeries, the the oh, it's the gonna options. be impressive. You know, Freddie Kitchens loves. I mean, could you imagine just how crazy that's gonna be and how fun that's gonna be to watch? I agree. I, and I think him coming back in Week Eight is the best time for someone of his caliber to come back because now that's like your go home stretch for the rest of the season, and it's just on from there. It's gonna be interesting. I, I agree. Mean, I'm excited I, to watch. I can't wait. Uh, I mean. Who's to say it's it's scary, but it's the shitty part of the NFL. Injuries happen, so you don't you never know. Maybe maybe a running back on our team goes down, or is even just a little banged up. What, what's the trade deadline? I mean, because are we are we? Uh, it's usually like midway through the season. I don't remember. Exactly. I mean, are we going to get rid of Duke at some point, or is I don't Duke know. It's tough for it's the year. Tough to say. It sounds like they're working on something, but I I almost don't just want to give him away. I think Freddie Kitchen said this said it perfectly this week when they asked him about that. He said we want good players in the team. He said, yeah, Duke's a good player. We want as many good players on our team as we can have, and we're not just going to give good players away. And I'm like, shit, I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, and the camp, and we talked about this before we started recording the camp that Freddie Kitchens is running right now. Um, just just today came out. You know, Miles Garrett got into a little scuffle at someone. He made a run laps. Your your Pro Bowl defensive end. You just made run laps around the around the stadium there because you I got into it. a fight. And no one is above the law at Brown's training camp. If you are told to do something and to act right, be disciplined. You do it. That's the way Bill Belichick runs it. How if about, you fuck how up, about you're Freddie's gone. shots at uh past of the um he, at least he's dressed or yeah. at least he's you know or this. He's I like that. He hates. Yeah, he hates the way they used to just let it be a fucking daycare where guys were sitting on bikes in the corner. And he said, "I want if you're here with the team, you're being a part of the team. Come this fucking Ken stand Carmen with us." Ken Carmen said the tour to Berea or whatever. Yeah, all the guys on the bikes. That's around. all they did. Yeah, Everyone would just come out and sit there. They'd have a little fucking banged up ankle, and then they sit on a bike for three hours and they don't actually practice and hold them accountable. I like veterans it. were getting yeah. too comfortable doing that, and I like the Freddie put the kibosh to that so great news things are looking up in Berea this team is is on pace at least on paper to another, be another parade coming good. up hopefully next year we all can go celebrate I will be wasted if that's the case Brown <laughs> Super Bowl may kill me I want everyone to know that um, yeah so that's our little Browns preview there I am fucking ecstatic for the season to start I cannot wait and again hopefully knock on wood no injuries or anything like that happen And now, ladies and gentlemen, with the end of the show coming to us, it is time to drop your clothes, put on your towel, let's walk into the locker room. And once you get into the locker room, feel free to drop that towel. We have a strict nudity-only clause going on, but eyes up, boys, don't look down. And if you listened to last week's episode, you know, or last episode, I should say, uh, the locker room is, of course, where we come in, and this is where we kind of drop the sports talk, and we just kind of talk about whatever the fuck we want. So... For me, I am going to just say thank you to everybody that made it out to Tara's birthday last Friday at Rivals. We all went out and had some drinks, and everybody that made it, I just want to say thank you very much to the people that couldn't. Uh, Most of you, I completely understand. You had a great excuse. So again, thank you to everybody that took the time out of their day to actually go and have some drinks with us and have a great time. 
It was a blast. Uh, this is her last birthday as a single woman because our wedding's coming up. So it meant a lot to her. And, you know, it's a big year for her. She's got her birthday, 31. She's an old bitch. She's got her wedding coming up. And we look forward to celebrating with our friends and continuing our lives with those friends. So thank you to everybody. Yeah, Kyle, you're up. You it's a, it a good time. I had a good, I had a great time. I got a little drunk. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I don't. Fun. I don't remember if I did or not. I think I may have. I may have had a couple. Uh, um. Well, since we're gonna, well, I'll stick with the girlfriend slash wife talk. Uh, my wife and I celebrated our ninth anniversary uh, of being married uh, last week, two weeks ago. Uh, I had a friend at it's one big. time named Dave, who was <laughs> the best man at my wedding, that gave us six months. Um, and he actually worked that into his best man speech too. I would have so, as well. <laughs> uh, uh, now nine years we've been married. We have been together thirteen. Um, and honestly, it's been the most interesting 13 years of my life. Just kidding. I love you. <laughs> That's good stuff. Sean, anything for you for the locker room before we head out? Anything exciting going on in your life you want to talk about? No, I'm just trying to clean up the disaster of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you on like your two cell phones over he there. He's been sending nonstop emails and everything trying to get this Chopper Chuck situation. Apparently Chopper... Excuse me. My natter day decided to make, give me a little gas. Sorry, I had to burp. Uh, apparently, Chopper Chuck is in the Unofficially, air. Unofficially, he is he is running from the cops in their helicopter. We have a full high speed in the air chase going on between helicopters oh, over it's in like Northeast an OJ Ohio. Chase. It's basically OJ, but in our helicopter. So, Chopper Chuck has refused to pick up the microphone and talk to us ever again today. Um, we're hoping he can land. We can talk this out with the cops. Everything's going to be okay. The helicopter's in one piece, and. You know, everything works out, but I guess you never know. That's what keeps things interesting. So I guess check the news to find a more follow-up on this Chopper Chuck situation. Did we at least get the, like, banner behind a helicopter or something that states no, talking no, about we, balls? We ran I mean, out of money. It's <laughs> Prime opportunity to get insane amount of advertising, and we failed at that. Sean, we got to talk after we're done recording. Well, here's the thing. He was looking for foos. Do we really want to advertise to the softball crowd? Uh, no. That's a good point. Good point. No, we do not. I don't know if they even know how to downtown, use phones and listen you know, to this. Flying around the suburbs, something like that, I can totally get behind and will gladly drop all the money we have. Especially, yeah, because like I heard the number one podcast in the softball community is called Touching Balls, and that's literally where they just put microphones up to their testicles and they just squeeze each other's balls on air. And They people... currently have 69 likes on Facebook. Yeah, it's I crazy. Just people it. listen to that like crazy. It's just an hour long of just guys squeezing each other's balls. Mm, what uh, does it feel like? Mm. I don't know. You know, I'm not going to th- throw it out there. I, I do like the, the surprise guest on our, on our podcast, you know, the uh, sit-ins. Um, I mentioned to my brother-in-law, and he wants to come in next time. He couldn't make it today because he, he, <laughs> he actually has a softball game today. Um, softball is a fucking plague in the yeah, world. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's just ruining everything. Um, but if he, you are not a lesbian girl and you are out of high school, you should probably stop playing softball because that's who that game was built around. I just want you guys to know that because the women, at least they throw it kind of fucking fast. So. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's true. Uh, but I, I think we should uh, open this up to more people who want to stop in for an episode and give some opinions. I think a prime time to do that would be our special um recording we're gonna have um yes with that being said uh the 17th of august we're gonna do a special saturday pre-mma edition of talking about balls because we're gonna be talking about some guy that's got two giant balls to step into an octagon and that's steve Miocic. he is yes. having his next championship well he's having his championship rematch, rematch where he's trying to get his finally yeah it felt like five years ago he lost it to daniel cormier and he will be trying to win it back on the 17th, a couple of weeks. So that's going to be a very um, 
drunk drinking full episode i believe it's going to be a um, a fun episode and i I think that if anybody wants to partake and maybe even do a call i mean we can rig our phone someone can call in and give them you know some stuff over the air or something oh yeah we could uh we'll facebook live it or something absolutely it'd be fun it's gonna be fun though all right well uh, with that being said that is going to wrap up this episode uh if you haven't already please give us a like subscribe itunes google play store podbean Check out our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on everything, people. Emails to <clears throat> talking about balls at yahoo.com. Uh, we love the feedback we're getting on Facebook from people. Uh, we had some complaints yesterday that we we didn't get a chance to really write those down to get to, to talk about with this episode, so we'll try to bring those up next time. Um, but, yeah, we love the input from everybody, so keep it coming. Uh, we want to talk about whatever you guys want to hear. And if we, have a, we have a website coming soon, too. Yeah, and we're working on a website currently. So be on the lookout for that. We'll announce that as soon as we get it. And that's it. That's pretty much all I got. You guys yeah, all good? Short, short to the point episode today. I mean, it was good. We, we, we knew what we wanted to talk. do and we got it. We didn't get a uh, uh, side note too. Let's just talk about it since we have a chance because Kyle's here and Kyle's mic is working apparently because last week it, it wasn't. When we were in the middle of a debate, we could have used Kyle to be that third person to intervene. While we're here, Kyle, what was your take on the debate? I will say I'm being completely unbiased. When I explained it to everybody else, I was told basically that that Foose's uh, rebuttal didn't make sense and it wasn't accurate as to what I was trying so to say. I heard that from you, multiple why, why people. Why don't you from being bring honest. it back up? What's the topic at hand again? And I'll go ahead and give an opinion. Okay, so the de- debate was I was just being a smartass and I said if a guy can't hit opposite field or bunt in professional baseball, then maybe he shouldn't be a baseball player. Correct. And Foose's response was, well, what about basketball players that can't hit free throws? Yes. And I said, okay, well, that's completely different. You might not even have to shoot a free throw in a game. Or Shaq was a great free throw, sh- or um, a horrible free throw shooter, but arguably the most dominant basketball player of all time. Correct. So it's just kind of apples to oranges, in my opinion, that because Shaq couldn't do one specific thing as a shooter, he was just not good at basketball. Whereas baseball, right. when you're batting, you have one objective for the most part, and that's get a hit. You get three opportunities, maybe four, maybe five, depending on the length of the game, mm-hmm. that you will be at the plate in a scenario where you have to do what you're meant to do, which is hit the ball. Correct. I, I think there, and we could probably do statistics if you want to, that there's probably times where people don't even make it to a free throw shot or a yep. foul shot or anything. So you're never asked to do that. And you don't have to do that, to your point. So long and short, I'm just going to make a quick, and I agree. I, I think it's you can't compare the two. Um, when you get in, the, no one no one recruited Shaquille O'Neal because he can make free throws. Right. They, recu- they, re- they recruited him because he is a beast down low. He gets you your rebounds. He blocks. He dunks. And he's just a, he's just someone who's you can't get around. Right. Um, we didn't recruit him because – but when you're a baseball player, they recruit you because you can hit. And you should be able to hit where they tell you to. Lay down a butt when you're asked to do it. And if you can't do any of those, your batting average drops. You get down to AAA to double A, and you're eventually out of the league. I agree. So it's that- – it's, I don't agree. That was and one of the things you're right. I my mentioned. mic was broken last week. <laughs> I tried. I tried giving strong opinions, and every time I tried to talk, my mic just wouldn't work. So well, that's because uh, Sean wasn't here last week, so he wasn't here to fix yeah, our mic. Yeah, technical mics. difficulties. <laughs> but no, I honestly think the 20 minutes that my life went by last week listening to you guys talk about it, um, I had a lot of time to reflect. But no, it's the most asinine debate ever. Um, I agree. Yeah. So I, there, there's my opinion on it, and I'm sure we'll talk about this again on the next episode if we have a full team here. Actually, we won't, because that was two out of three, ladies and gentlemen. That case is fucking closed. We are done talking about that, just like how I broke my own cardinal rule, and I accidentally brought up softball today, but that was because we had a missing persons report out on somebody, and we found him, and we talked about too much softball, and that's going to do it for that. That'll never come up again on this show. Well, I think we, we met our quota for the year. We did say we would eventually mention it. the entire 
show ever. I yeah, think we hit the quota today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe on the one hundredth episode, we'll talk about it one more time. But that no, was good. Good times. All right, everybody. That's going to do it. I want to thank Sean for stepping in today, and Kyle, of course, for being on here. And everything went great. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Go Browns. See ya.